Moncrief with Energlaze on News Talk. Now, there are many perfectly good reasons and methods for isolating Russia, but should that include works of fiction? The next book by Elizabeth Gilbert, author of Eat, Pray, Love, is set in Soviet Russia, but due to protestations from some of her fans, she's withdrawn it. Finn McRedman from the Irish Times has been writing about this today. Good afternoon, Finn. Hi there. Uh, Now, what's the book about, as far as you can tell? Well, the thing is that no one really knows what the book is about because it hasn't been published. And uh, the fans that have had this kind of big uproar to the fact that the book is set in Russia, they don't know uh, what it's actually about. As far as we understand, the vague pricey is that it's set in mid-20th century Siberia, a family protesting the industrialization of the Soviet Union. But beyond that, characters, plot, dialogue, we have no idea. Right, OK, so it's not about a misunderstood politician named Vladimir or anything of that nature where you <laughs> no. could object to. No, and it's not about military expansionism or, or you know, comedians turned presidents like Zelensky. It's, you know, it's certainly not about any of those things. Right, OK. And, and so, uh, the, the objections to the, the, the novel being published, w- what's the nature of those objections? Well, the, the, the substance of the objection is... Um, we shouldn't be setting books in Russia at, during uh, while Russia's engaging a war of aggression. Um, the the kind of the way that they're uh, expressing these objections is via um, kind of giving the book one star ratings on um, kind of Amazon and Goodreads and stuff like that, uh, so that it you know it it becomes commercially less viable to publish it. For, fewer people will buy it. So that's the way they're going about it. And then yeah, and and the sub the substance is just. It's it's about Russia. Okay, yeah. Even though it doesn't seem as if it's it's particularly glorifying Russia to any extent, no. or certainly not in the context of what's uh, happening at the moment. But also, though, because she's now withdrawn the book, if only yes. temporarily, she's getting criticism for having done that. So she she can't win yeah. either way. Well, no. I mean, I mean, she. I think she rightfully should be getting criticism for uh, capitulating because, you know, it seems, I it it seems a rather ludicrous. Uh, notion that um a book set in you know 20th century siberia uh is not uh, an, an acceptable book to be published at a time like this and 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 by by capitulating it she's kind of given power to um the, she's given power to these fans uh who are trying to kind of exercise artistic control um just because they're they're like a little bit miffed off about something you know mm. Yeah. At the same time, though, you know, when it's a social media pile on and, and, and nuance goes out the window and you're kind of in a no win situation. I think you I think you are in a win situation. I think or, or, sorry, there's a potential win situation, which is which is standing up for yourself um, and standing up for, uh, you know, the, the right to publish books and and, the, and standing up against self-censoring and um, standing up against uh social media's proclivity to kind of uh, make sacrificial lambs out of uh you know various victims throughout the week um yeah i think that i think that's a that's a that's a win situation that's a situation that would have won her uh, a lot of applause um uh but instead um yeah she's just she's done the she's done the very safe option which is protect her commercial interests and and insulate her from criticism. Yeah. So you see, I could see if, if you know, I, I could imagine, and I don't know the woman or I don't know what her thinking was, but you can imagine her sitting at home thinking, okay, I'll do that. I'll stand up and, and some people will support me, but then she'll start to see the sorts of people who are supporting her are people she might abhor normally, the kind of people who give out about sensitivity readers for books and that kind of thing. 
Um, I mean, maybe. I, I guess you, you don't get to pick and choose who your fans are. And if you stand up for your principles um, and your principles are solid and good, then um, you would hope that uh, solid and good fans would, would, would rally around you. But, you know, you can't select for them. Yeah. It, 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 does there seem to you get the sense of that within novel publishing, perhaps things have become a bit too... It's become kind of hypersensitive. Somebody told me a story the other day uh, about an author who had sent a manuscript... Uh, into their publisher and in the first couple of pages there was dialogue and the word bitch was in it as in somebody calling somebody else a bitch and and they Mm -hmm. were told you can't use that word anymore yeah i mean i i think it's not just in publishing but i think uh you know it's hard to deny that there is a kind of creeping sensitivity um a kind of uh anti-offense um or any anti anti anything that's potentially uh going to cause offense uh that's that's creeping in in music and in film and uh tv um i think it's but you know there there are many exceptions to prove the rule but i think it's especially potent in publishing at the moment and i you know elizabeth gilbert's previous book well not previous book but her biggest book was eat pray love Mm. and that memoir about her traveling around the world that's not a book that would pass any sensitivity readers test today um you know it, it would it would fall under criticisms of being kind of privileged and um you know centering whiteness and all of these criticisms that are very common uh and have arisen in the past few years but no one no one had a problem when eat pray love was published back then and eat pray love is still actually for all the criticism it gets it's still a pretty good book you know so so something has definitely changed yeah it's uh, yeah it certainly has also almost to the point where kind of like you're not allowed write or there's an an insinuation at least that you can't write about something if that isn't your lived experience though i would have thought novels are precisely about making stuff up well, well, exactly. And um, in my column, I, I, I mentioned a line that I really liked from Martin Amos, who's very sadly recently died, the very famous kind of great London novelist. Um, and he uh, wrote, he, when he was talking to um, a journalist, he, he said, he was questioned about why he was writing about race in America as a kind of white British man. And Amos kind of said in this kind of slightly gruff manner as usual, mm. like, but th- that's what, that's what novels are. No- novels are about putting yourself outside of yourself. They are about inhabiting a different body and a, and a different type of person or, or pe- to people. Um, what's the point of a novel? Otherwise, otherwise everyone would just be writing autobiographies and that would be terribly boring, wouldn't it? Yeah. Finn, thanks a million for speaking with us today. That was Finn McRedmond there, columnist with the Irish Times. Uh, one texter says, every book set in England should be banned because England are still occupying Northern Ireland and all the other British countries. Uh, it, yeah, it can be a reductio ad absurdum kind of uh, situation there. Moncrief, weekdays at 2 p.m. with Anna Glaze on News Talk.